Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Political assassinations are on the rise. Transing the kids is going to get some reform, maybe positively good. But also, does Trump world actually get what time it is? Yes, I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. You're tuned in to a Deep Dive Thursday edition of Critical Thinking. <laughs> Man, it would be great if this frog in my throat would go away. So bear with me, folks, um, as I might stumble and bumble through a little bit of today's show. Um, I'm not even going to bother to ask how you're doing today, Pat, because it's useless. Why? Why? Because you absolutely suck at small talk to open a show. What are you talking about? Exactly. I'm just proving it. We're having small talk right now, are we not? not? I'm telling you, you suck at it, and you're defending your absolute inability to do small talk. I don't know what you're talking about. This is absolute crazy talk that you're you're putting forth right now. You can't even say that with a straight face, my friend. I just did. No, no. There's that little leprechaun smirk on your face. I always have the leprechaun smirk on my face. What are you talking about? Well, I'm going to steal your lucky charms. Good luck with that. Yeah, we'll see. I'll punch you in your leprechaun face. See, steal see your you lucky get- charms. Let's see you get to the end of the rainbow and steal my lucky charms. <laughs> we have a lot going on on today's show, folks. Um, and um, I struggle with, should we go with the the really dark assassination stuff? Or do we start with the really dark Trump stuff, Pat? You know, we, we have picked on Trump a lot lately. Yeah, this, by the so, way, is not about Trump himself. This, this, this true, has nothing true. to do with Donald Trump himself, true. per se. You're, you're right. This, that, that is true. However, let's just get Ecuador out of the way. Yes, because what do we wake up to this morning, or if you were paying attention late last night, the news that Ecuadorian presidential candidate, um, is it Carlos? 
Excuse me, Fernando Villavicencio. I was going to say, don't ask me how to say his name other than Fernando. Via Vicencio or Villa Vicencio. I've heard it pronounced both ways. But mm-hmm. he is a quote unquote right winger, which is a weird way to suggest that a person who used to be part of and created a indigenous Ecuadorian political party just because they oppose socialism and authoritarianism was assassinated last night. Now, details of this assassination are all over the place in terms of what really was going on, what took place, who's dead, whom isn't. What we do know is that absolutely 100% truth, Fernando Villavicencio, or Villavicencio, again, we are not sure exactly how this is pronounced. We've seen it both ways. I've seen it pronounced both ways in media circles. So I'm not trying to disparage the dead or get their information wrong. It's just there are literally two different interpretations of it. So he was assassinated after being shot multiple times, leaving a political rally. And we're about to see an election. I think it's August 23rd um, there in Ecuador. And this is also interesting because this is part of the pre-2024 uh, 2024, um, political pile that uh, my good friend and, and guest that we've had on this show, uh, Katie Harbath, has talked about as a, a crazy year. There's something like, what was it, like 72 elections happening, presidential style, parliamentary election style things happening across the globe in 2024. This was one that she had on her radar because this was prior to it. This is prior to 2024. So, um, unfortunately, um, he was killed leaving a political rally yesterday. Now, we have seen all sorts of speculation, and this show is not not above speculation per se, but it's more speculation based off of critical thinking rather than speculating on facts, right? But it's, it's going to say it's speculation based off of what we know, not based off of what we think we know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're going to take the concrete evidence in front of us, and then we are going to critically think through it. Now, what we also know is that recent polling in Ecuador, if you look it up, the candidate that's leading the uh leading the way the party that's leading the way the socialist authoritarian uh party has about 23% support and allegedly Fernando Villavicencio's uh or Villavicencio's campaign and that group um they had about 13 and a half percent now he was a, a a very large outspoken opponent of former leftist president Rafael Correa, who was sentenced to 18 months in prison back in 2014 for allegedly slandering Correa, right? He remained a fugitive for three years and was granted political asylum in Peru, where he stayed until 2017. Villavicencio, or Villavicencio, returned to the country. He went to Ecuador's attorney general and accused the government of misusing public resources in the commercialization of crude oil between Ecuador and private company Petrochina. 
which he estimated resulted in billions of dollars lost to the country. Because much like uh, Venezuela, right, they had a nationalized crude oil production. And thus the government would benefit from the production of oil, meaning it was one of the main drivers of its economy and its government coffers. But he had called... um, So in 2021 elections, he was elected a national congress member for the so-called Honesty Alliance. And in September of 2022, he was a victim of an attack at his residence. He is also a known investigative reporter. So he has a long background in taking on the Ecuadorian government um, and in a large background as an investigative journalist prior to politics for him. Now, what this article from the Daily Wire and others that that you might read won't tell you is that um, Rafael Correra, right? Um, Where do you think he lives today, Pat? I'm guessing not in Ecuador. Mm -hmm. He is living today in Belgium. Why? Because he's fled from charges of corruption that were brought by whom? Via Vicencio or Villa Vicencio. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Belgium is not even on the same continent. You would be correct. You you would yeah. be absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. Not not even close, my friend. Not even yeah. close. Yeah. So we have one person in exile, uh, another person who was in exile. And by the way, Carrera is allegedly still running the show, if you will, in exile while a new quote unquote new president is in place. What was also known is that these political or this political assassination, because that's very clearly what this was included at least three potential gunmen. One of which was chased down and then threw and lobbed a hand grenade into the crowd that was outside of the political rally. Luckily it was a dud of a grenade and didn't actually go off. Otherwise we would have seen dozens of people dead, if not more, because there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in the vicinity of this um, grenade that was thrown. He was shot three times in the head and died en route to the hospital. He didn't even make it to the hospital. Um, it is being alleged that one of the gunmen escaped and then was just magically somehow found dead at the attorney general's compound, if you will. And, and it's kind of like going to the police station here. Okay. That that's, it's not like you're going to the DA's office. <laughs> that's not what was going on there. Um, they just call it diff- a different title down there. So, The other allegation right now is that one of the other alleged gunmen involved in this or alleged plotters, the person who actually walked up and basically went full on Jack Ruby, right, and just shot the dude in the head three times, um, is the one that threw the grenade. He was chased, uh, gunfire, gun exchange, and was killed. 
what we can't verify is some of the other information um, and the allegation that this might have been orchestrated by not just the political opponents here, but on a level of corruption that is uh, mind-blowing. The allegation is that basically that the person that showed up at the attorney general's office was murdered by the attorney general's officers to shut them up. Because what would happen if they were in custody, right? They, they would speak. This wasn't like they got shanked in prison. No, no, no. The allegation is that this is being, and again, this is not 100% confirmed, but these allegations are from people that have high-level sources in in um, in Ecuador. So this is messy. This is nasty. This is bad. But I wanted to bring this up because uh, Benny Johnson, um, who sometimes I enjoy, other times, what the hell, brought this up. What are we looking at as we head into the broader 2024 elections? Let's think about this from a perspective of what's going on in democratic world, if you will, right? Whether that's the republic version like the United States of America or the parliamentary version that exists in large swaths of the world. What's been going on in the lead up to the elections here? What happened in Brazil, Pat? They put the main political opponent in jail, accused him of being corrupt and blah, 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 right? Um, Maduro, was it Maduro? Or not Maduro, but I can't remember his name in Brazil. I don't, I was, um, I don't know his name either. But he was considered to be the, uh, the Brazilian version of Donald Trump, if you will, right? Hmm. What has happened in Pakistan? The opposition is in jail. What is going on in America right now? Over one point, uh, over 1,100 people are in jail right now for January 6th. Donald Trump is under at least what now? Three, if not four indictments. Mm -hmm. I've lost count. Likely to face jail time or... Uh, you you stay at the Mar-a-Lago compound with an ankle bracelet for the rest of your life. Uh, I'm telling you right now, if another indictment comes down, I'd be expect one in Georgia. By the way, if another if another indictment comes down, I'm pretty sure you could win the presidency at this point, Andrew. Yeah. Just glad just you saying. brought that up because this is gonna this is going to dovetail into uh, our main point of of the show today. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Benny Johnson brought, brought up a good point. Populist candidates that they cannot jail for questioning elections. Are they just going to start murdering them in broad daylight? In <clears throat> that, that's his point, right? In Pakistan, in Brazil, mm -hmm. here in mm -hmm. America, what are they doing to candidates or supporters, right? Yeah. They've assassinated the opposition a populist person in Japan, lest we forget that, right? They assassinated the opposition leader in Ecuador just yesterday. We're heading into a very dark period in world history. 
We really are if this is the case. So across the world, authoritarians, socialists or communists, whatever you want to call them, but at a bare minimum, the authoritarians are exercising what you would expect an authoritarian to do. Eliminate the opposition. Why? Because they cannot abide opposition. That's the very nature of authoritarians. It's why it's important to understand what happened in Japan, what's going on today in Ecuador, right? It's important to pay attention. And that's not to suggest that I would suggest that uh, Joe Biden is going to have the CIA secretly assassinate Donald Trump. That's insane. Like that, that's in a level of insanity I highly doubt. But they're going to attempt to politically assassinate him. And this is going to dovetail right in to my second point here, Pat. And before I get there, I think it is a great time for us to play the be or not. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You ready? Oh, let's play. All right, so today's headline, if you are ready, my friend, is this 7-Eleven solved the homeless problem outside its store by playing Africa by Toto on loop. This 7-Eleven solved the homeless problem outside its store by playing Africa by Toto on loop. And while you are thinking about that, folks, do not forget, uh, now would be a great time to stock up on some coffee as you head into the fall season, and uh, you're going to get the kids off to school earlier and earlier, um, all of that wonderful goodness. So, stock up right now. Um, I believe there's a sale still going on over at coffeebrandcoffee.com, where you can enter the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout for an extra 5% off of your purchase today. That's right. Coffeebrandcoffee.com. Enter the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout. Again, we emphasize this a lot, but it's very simple. We we could partner with a thousand different coffee companies, but we're choosing to partner with them. We're choosing to promote them because they are simply asking one thing: Is our coffee good? It's small batch roasted. It's freshly ground, or the whole beans are freshly roasted and put right into your packaging. This is not some sitting in a bin and just scooping it in and off it goes. Nope. So, um, fresh roasted, small batch coffee that doesn't give a bleep about your politics. 
Go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, enter the promo code critical thinking at checkout for 5% off your purchase today. Pat, yeah, you have anything else to say about our fine friends? Um, just somebody try the blueberry cobbler and let me know how, how it tastes. <laughs> Is that so? Is yeah. that so? Also, that way I can by the way, they do have a summer bundle, um, a summertime bundle where you can save $25 off of their bestseller, bestselling um, coffee bundle, ground up. They also have a candy and nuts bundle, a tea bundle. They have 10 pounds of berries, so the blackberry cream and the strawberry and cream, so that's two five-pound bags, or a, or a cocoa bundle for you. They also have a K-cup bundle for you. So lots of different options at, a, at 50% off. So go check that out. Normally $60, $35 for their ground coffee. That's three bags, three one-pound bags. So three pounds of coffee, $35. Bucks. Normally $60. So go to Coffee Brand Coffee, get that. Make sure you check out uh, and enter the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout for all of that wonderful goodness. All right, do you need the headline one more time? Yeah, because this one was kind of crazy. Ah, this 7-Eleven solved the homeless problem outside the store by playing Africa by Toto on loop. Is it the B or not the B? <sighs> this, is, this is probably going to be the Babylon B. But this is also just crazy enough that it's probably not to be. I'm going to go with not to be, but I, I honestly think it probably is going to be the Babylon B. So not well, to be is our not central to be. bank digital currency account thanks you for your $100 deposit into the account that we cannot access because our ESG score is too low. But hey, the full. Wait a minute. You're telling me I'm right? Yes, you are correct. This is not the B. The full headline. This Los Angeles 7-Eleven stopped, solved the homeless problem outside its store by playing Africa by Toto on loop. Uh, how does this solve the homeless problem? I don't know. I don't know. Other than well, this. What does it say? Uh, give me a second. Jeepers, uh, Jeepers Cripes. <laughs> Worse than my wife sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but a 7-Eleven in Los Angeles is now attempting to solve its homeless problem in a unique way. They're playing the best song ever created in the history of mankind, Africa by Toto, on a loop. And unable to bask in its greatness for more than a few repeats, the homeless people have abandoned the area around the store. That's right, a 7-Eleven owner in L.A. is playing uh, Toto's Africa 24 hours a day on endless repeat, and apparently it is keeping away the homeless. You tell me there's a store where they play nothing but Africa by Toto, and I respond, hurry, boy, it's waiting there for you. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> the homeless folks in L.A. are either overcome by the beauty and have to flee from its presence or have absolutely no taste for the finer things in life. This is similar to the Austin homeless who left a 7-Eleven alone because they played opera on full blast. <laughs> so so they didn't solve the homeless problem they just solved the homeless people around their store problem because they played probably one of the most overplayed annoying songs in the world and even even they were like nope can't handle this anymore i'm out of here 
That's what happened. But, but they blessed the rains down in Africa, Pat. No, no. It, it, it took a no. lot to drag them away from you no. at the 7-Eleven no. store. There was nothing no. that one or a hundred man could do. No, that's enough out of you. Seriously, can you think of a more overrated, overplayed, annoying song than that? Yes, yes, I could. Macarena. I haven't heard that one in years. Africa by Toto is fantastic. It is an absolute 80s masterpiece. Especially the music video. And let me guess, you do not appreciate New Wave 80s. It depends on the New Wave 80s. That just isn't on my list. So damn good. What's next? You're going to hate Rosanna? You're going to hate Take On Me? I don't hate Take On Me. Ay, ay, ay. But this is great. Between opera in Austin and and this. Oh, that's fantastic. Maybe the uh, local Aldi um, by us that has a a wee bit of a homeless problem could could do that as well. Dude, you know how you solve your migrant problem across the street? (laughs) Just blast Africa by Toto. (laughs) Or or Macarena. is going to happen if you blast Macarena. One, people are just going to get fed up and leave. Or two, they're going to actually jump in and start doing the Macarena. For a while. And then they're just going to quit and walk away. Maybe that's a that's a good idea, Pat. Maybe I, maybe I should low-key start just blasting Macarena for like hours hey, on end. Hey, what what would happen if you went and played played that uh, played Africa in front of Brandon Johnson's house? You think he'd leave? No, I'd just be considered racist at that point. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> okay, so we set up this this talk of now that we've got that out of the way. This talk of uh, of. What was going on in Ecuador, the assassinations, and and Donald Trump politically being assassinated. That's very clear. I mean, they literally um, impeached him over a conversation that was legitimate to have, considering we know what about the Biden crime family today. They then impeached him over a absolutely bogus dossier, right? So that's two impeachments, right? They impeached him twice. Uh, didn't convict on either one of them. And then we're watching the multiple indictments of whether or not he broke the law or whatever. The assassination that we are talking about politically is the attempt to disrupt his ability to run for president in 2024. It has absolutely nothing to do with the the facts, the uh, breaking of the law. How do we know it? Joe Biden is still the president of the United States and has not been indicated to be indicted for doing the same thing. Mike Pence is and has been proven to have kept presidential records beyond when he should have. Uh, Hillary Clinton in her email server 
um, how they're treating Hunter Biden, right, in the attempt to slip one past the goalie. Thank God the uh, judge was paying attention and say, yeah, he can't be prosecuted for anything ever, period, point blank, ever again. Oh, wait, what? Why? So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about Trump. We're also talking about the fact that they have begun to jail the opposition, the January 6th opposition, whereas BLM, eh, in and out of jail, right? Yeah. In and out yeah. of, of lockup, not jail, by the way, most of which either they're just reduced to misdemeanor charges and they're let go on their own recognizance or um, charges are just dropped. They literally were firebombing federal offices and the post office. They were looting, rioting, murdering throughout Portland, Chicago, New York, XYZ, right? Is anything happening? Bueller? Bueller? That's what we mean by this. So, I brought just this with this from Steve Dace the other day, Pat. He points out on Twitter that a little birdie shared some data last night that about 60% of Iowa Republicans do not believe Trump will be convicted or imprisoned by, DC, by the D.C. Gulag. Even in pretty astute Iowa, folks are having a hard time accepting our enemies are not as unserious as we are. It might be all for show for us. It is not for them. And that's why I brought up the assassination of the Ecuadorian opposition and what is what is going on to January 6thers, to MAGA Forever types, to um to anybody that gets within Trump's orbit, right? Paul Manafort. Yes, he he broke the foreign the FARA Act, right? You know who else did? Hunter Biden. Is he being charged with the FARA? Oh, no. What did they do, Pat? They waited to charge him in federal court about a day late. And by a day late, I mean literally a day after the magical, um, um, well, what do they call it, Pat? My, my words are missing me at the moment. Um, the statute, uh, uh, statutory limitations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Limitate. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that literally a day later, they they put charges down. Weird. That's funny. So he can't be charged with Farah, because that because what we know about uh, the information from Burisma and everything else is that he definitely had conversations with his dad and our other government officials, which would mean what. He was acting on behalf of a foreign agent, meaning Burisma, and the Chinese Communist Party. Err, uh, just just doing it for the brand, right? Yeah, what a coincidence! What a weird coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Rules for thee, but not for me. That is part and part of what is going on when we look at this. So, why do I bring this up, Pat? of Iowa Republicans do not believe that Trump would be convicted or imprisoned by D.C. Folks, last night Julie Kelly told us that the judge down in Miami is looking at what has actually been going on with the grand jury. 
Well, you might say, what what grand jury? Because there, there shouldn't be one anymore in Miami, right? You would be correct. There is no more grand jury in Miami because they've already made the charges, except for there's this D.C. grand jury that's going on right now, right? Uh-huh. Um, it turns out the vast majority of what was been going on and how they put together these charges in Florida came from the D.C. grand jury, which would do what, Pat? If found to be true, nullify the jurisdiction. It must be tried in D.C. then. It cannot be tried in South Florida. It would nullify the charges. So hang on a second. 60%. They might be right, right? Holy bleep. He, he might He might have the opportunity to get away with one. Slip one past the goalie on a technicality. They're not really serious about actually charging him and, and convicting him. They want this for political show, right? They basically are doing this just to do what? Stop him from being elected in 2024. Which that part they're not wrong about. Let's stop it from him being elected. But that, that that's, yeah. That's only half the damn story, though. Right. This is the point that matters when it comes to, yes, the life matters, the loss of life, and all of that. This is the other point that matters in this. This is how serious the authoritarians are in the world. They have murdered opposition. They are jailing opposition. They are literally, literally doing everything that they can. What is happening to Catholics around the world right now, Pat? I mean, there, there is oppression there, is there not? Yeah. What churches are being dismantled or ab- not abandoned, but uh, put under extreme pressure across the globe? The Catholic Church. Yeah. Their churches are being burned. Their um, priests murdered or run out of town, or put in prison by communists all over the world. One of the stories that I have told repeatedly on this show, and I'm going to slightly tell it again, is go to Dachau. If you go to, um, if you go to Munich in Germany, if you go traveling there, go to Dachau. And when you get there and you go through the gates, you see the they have some of the old um, bunkhouses, if you will, right, sitting there. But there's a massive walkway that leads you to three buildings at the at three memorials at the very back of the the camp, the very back side of of the areas of the bunkhouses where they house the prisoners. There are three of them. There's a Protestant one to the left as you're looking at them. There's the Jewish one to the right, and there is a Catholic one. Not a Christian, but a Catholic memorial. At the very center, it's in the middle. Most people would assume that would have been the Jewish one, right? Because the story that we are told is that they killed, the, they killed 6 million Jews, which is correct. It's not a story. That's the reality. 
But at Dachau, specifically, in the heart of Catholic Bavaria, specifically, they killed more Catholics than any other religious minority or religious group. And why? Because the Catholic Church is the symbol of power, is the symbol of religious belief in that area. And in order for them to take control, what do you have to stop? People from wanting religious belief. Because if they turn to something other than their government, it doesn't work, right? Right. If the authoritarians, whether you want to call them communist, Marxist, socialist, democratic, socialist, whatever, they are all in the larger grouping of authoritarians. You have to stop the Catholic Church. You have to stop the church. You have to stop belief. What happened to a lot of the Jewish population? It was either renounce your Jewish religious belief or you're really in trouble early on until they just said, oh, you're ethnically Jewish? In the gulags with you. In the concentration camps and then, and then eventually into the ovens or Cyclone B for you. But at Dachau specifically and in other concentration camps in Germany, Catholics were the number one, the number one group that they persecuted. So yeah, six million Jews ended up dying in the Holocaust. You would be surprised and shocked at the number of Catholics. And then the Catholic Church did what, Pat? At the end of World War II, as their brethren and sisters in Catholicism were being murdered in mass, what did they do? They ratlined the freaking Nazis. That's right. They used church. The authoritarian Nazis who just got done killing people for their belief decided to turn and use the church so that they could escape prosecution and get, get themselves over to South America eventually. Say what? Yeah, well documented that they were able to get quote-unquote Red Cross documents. Where did that come from? The Catholic Church across Italy into Spain eventually. And then from Spain to South America. Because, wait for this, Pat. Franco, huh? That, that bastion of, of super Catholicism, right? Oh, wait, he also persecuted the Catholic Church and basically said, submit to our socialist, communist, Marxist ideology or we'll destroy you kind of church. And the Catholic Church in Spain became very well associated with socialism. So tolerate that because they're associated with you. I also bring that story up because my question is, do you think that the majority of Catholics at the time believed that Nazis would murder them? That Nazis would um, persecute them? No. No, they didn't. They didn't believe that. They thought it was all for show. They thought it was all for gaining power, and they would just, if you leave them alone, they're going to leave you alone. 
And this is the part of the libertarian mindset that I don't understand. Okay. There is a time for live and let live. There's a time for coexist, brah. And then there's a time to recognize that there's no such thing as the, that, that, that's fine. That, that mentality for me would be great if we believed in the same social construct, in the same social compact. See, that's the other part of the story of the authoritarians of Nazi Germany, of Franco's Spain, of what's going on across the globe today, is that one side still wants to hold on to that social compact, and the other side doesn't. You're playing, we're playing by two separate sets of rules and two separate sets of goals and, and wants and, and hopes. To the 60% of Iowa Republicans, and, and I'm going to guess that, by the way, that this is, a, this is probably close to the number. You don't think that they would convict Donald Trump in a heartbeat? Whom, whom did they put in charge of the case in Washington, D.C.? Whom did they slap this case in front of? The judge who was doing what? The harshest sentencing to the January 6th defendants. She, on average, is double the sentence of the next closest judge that they've slapped those cases in front of. Why are they insisting on this? Why would they have put the vast majority of the information that they're using in the South Florida case in front of a grand jury in Washington, D.C.? Because they know that this D.C. grand jury is made up of what? 95% Democrats. That's not to suggest that this is just simply, well, this wouldn't happen anywhere else. No. This is to suggest they are stacking the deck. This is to suggest they are doing this on purpose. This is to suggest they know where their bread is buttered. And they know that they would likely get convictions elsewhere. But why would you when it's so easy to do it when you can stack the deck? Why did the government move from Bavaria in Germany to Berlin in Germany? Why? Why did that happen? Why is the Reichstag? Why was it not in Bavaria? Right? Why? Well, very simple. Because Berlin was kind of the um, cabaret, you know, lifestyle, you know, Gordon Gecko, you know, 1920s, um, you know, F. Scott Fitzgerald, you know, Gilded Age type stuff, right? That was the heart of it in Germany. Munich has a large, and I mean, large religious population. So you had to break with something first. And by the way, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Munich, right? You, you, you broke Berlin first while also breaking Munich, by the way. So I bring all of it up. How unserious do you have to be to believe that they wouldn't follow through? They've attempted to do so on multiple accounts. You might say, well, he's the Teflon Don, right? He's the Teflon Donald Trump, and, and whatever bounces off of him is going to stick to somebody else. Okay. Simple question here, Pat. Whom else did it stick to? Um, Nobody. 
Yeah, nobody. Except for people in his own orbit. This is exactly how unserious we are as a people, by the way, because I'm going to bring this up. <clears throat> CNN on X posted, transgender and non-binary patients have no regrets about top surgery, a small study finds. <clears throat> Problem with that, Pat? Um, small study. Number two, as they point out, mm-hmm. headline implies generality when it, while in reality, respondent pool is very narrow. 139 respondents. Their surgeries happens from 1990 to 2020 at one clinic. All of them over 18 years old at the time of the surgery. And the pool excludes transgender youth, 13 to 17, a recent phenomenon that has doubled in size since 20, uh, between 2017 and 2022. Now, also a problem here. The study claims that a 0% regret rate among trans patients who underwent mastectomies, according to Jeremy Shaw, MD on X. He posts, however, after skimming through, certain issues come to light. Among the 235 individuals considered eligible for the study, approximately half, greater than 41%, did not provide a response. That's how you got to the 100 and whatever number. Additionally, the participants who responded had a notably shorter post-operative follow-up period compared to those who did not respond, and this difference held statistically significant. This raises concerns for a selection read-responder bias. Also among the responders, 13 participants were also excluded from the study because their regret scores and satisfaction scores contradicted. The median age at the time of the surgery was 27.1 years, with all subjects being above 18 years old, as we pointed out. This is relevant because, as we also pointed out, the authorities hinted at their opposition to restrictions on gender-affirming surgery, which is primarily focused on minors, but this study consisted entirely of adults. Why am I tying these two together? This is how serious your opposition is. They're willing to try one study to shove it down your throat while at the same time, Pat, we get this headline for the Daily Wire. American Academy of Pediatrics announces review of quote-unquote gender-affirming care. The decision to authorize a systemic review reflects the board's concerns about restrictions to access to health care with bans on gender-affirming care in more than 20 states, the AAP said. Quote, the AAP opposes any laws or regulations that discriminate against transgender and gender diverse individuals or that interfere in the doctor-patient relationship. The AAP's current guidelines for pediatric transgender medical interventions include, quote, social affirmation of a child who identifies as the opposite gender, puberty blockers during puberty, cross-sex hormones from early adolescence onward, and quote-unquote top and quote-unquote bottom surgeries, typically for adults, but also for adolescents on a case-by-case basis. Question for you, Pat. Do we get what time it is? No, we don't. Now, you read that, and what do you what do you hear from that? That they're going to review this, but it's leaning towards we need to review it because we need to we need to make sure that we're uh, advocating to lop the tits and bits off of everybody, whether you're thirteen or ninety three. That's exactly how I took it when I read the story yesterday. Okay. Well, I'm going to present to you uh, this one. From the same article, 
advocates who oppose children being rushed through transgender medical interventions hailed the decision to review the policy. Quote, as it stands, there is no long-term quality evidence that substantiates the widespread use of puberty blockers. We do not... We do not know how this will affect children in the long term. Thankfully, last week's decision by the AAP to acknowledge this galactic gap in the evidence will highlight how there is no evidence to support the recent surge towards, quote, gender affirmative care, wrote Stella O'Malley, a psychotherapist who works with young people. Do we get what time it is? No, we don't. Is is it possible that, that that the AAP does acknowledge that this gap exists in the statistics and the data? Sure. Absolutely. Sure. That's they, not what they're doing here. Mm-mm. Now, what if I also told you this, Pat? O'Malley is the director of Genspect, a UK-based group that advocates for doctors to start with the least invasive approach to gender distress. What if I told you that she was the director of Genspect, right? Oh, boy. Now, why does it matter that she's the director of Genspec? It matters because it's a UK-based company. It's a UK-based advocacy group or whatever the hell it is, right? Right. And what do we know is going on in the UK? We know that they have stopped surgeries for kids because they get what time it is when it comes to this. But these are the blinders that exist in in right-wing advocacy or whatever you want to call it. And why am I tying this all together? The same people that believe that AAP is doing this out of the goodness of their heart because, well, there's just a lot of evidence that suggests there's nothing that uh, doing these things would uh, help these children, right? There's no evidence of it existing, right? We know that. She knows that. But what she doesn't get is that that has nothing to do with what the authoritarians are attempting to do here. This has everything to do with you will obey the state or else. You will obey our quote unquote standards because once we change the standards, what does government be able to do across the United States of America? They're going to federally say, well, the AAP supports this. So we're going to create a federal law that supersedes all of your state laws. This is all about authority from the state. And to the 60% or so, or the 55, or even if it's 50% of people in right wing, Iowa, believe that Donald Trump is just about show? No, it's not. They're coming for you. They're coming for your kids. They're coming for a lot of different things here, Pat. And if you believe this is a game, this is about you being an unserious person. This is, this is, you need to wake the F up. You need to understand what time it is and either get in the fight or be the first to be run over. Well, if I just leave it alone, no. See, that was the lesson that, the Catholic Church didn't, didn't learn with Nazi Germany. Because what did they do? They tried to placate. They tried to play the peacekeeper. We're 
And and yes, it is true. We are sanctuary, right? But what were they sanctuary for? They took in Jews. They took in all sorts of different vagrants and uh, tried to protect them. They didn't do it because they knew what time it was. They did it because that is what a church is. It's supposed to be a sanctuary in the belief of the Catholic Church, right? So what did they do? They didn't persecute the vagrants and the and and whomever they were taking in. They went right after the head of the snakes, the priests, the deacons, the bishops, the um, the archbishops, the cardinals, the lady that work in the church. Round them all up. <coughs> oh, sure, they, they worked them half to death or to death first, and then they just got more efficient at it later on at Dachau and elsewhere, right? They didn't learn because they thought, well, well, if we just show that we're not in opposition, right? If it, we're over here and we're just, we're not saying anything, but, but we're also not doing anything, they won't come for us. Yeah, they will. They will. And most importantly, Pat, they're not just going to come for you. Look what's happening to the political opponents right now. Their lives, their livelihoods, and you know their livelihoods. In some cases, their lives. In some cases, their families are all gone, taken away from them. Bye bye. See you later. You gonna you gonna fight for the principles that made made America unique in the world and its in its history, or are you gonna stand idly by while all of this is swept away, piece by piece, brick by brick? And yes, they will go after Donald Trump, not on some dog and pony show. These, these are not dog and pony show moments. These are, we are setting this up and we are knocking the pins down. This is, we're 300ing we're, we're this game of, uh, of bowling. That's what we're doing. Setting them up, knocking them down. And we'll do it over and over again until morale improves. For them, it's not a game. So unless you want to get serious about your liberty, about your lives and your livelihoods, unless you want to get serious about it, this is what you get. And what I mean by getting serious about it is standing up before it's too late. And by too late, I mean standing up before the bullets really start flying. Because once that happens, there ain't no going back. It's an all-out, drag-out war at that point. And I don't want that. Pat doesn't want that. I don't think anybody wants that. But you have to be willing to get into the fight now before the fight comes to you, literally. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And wake up and know what time it is. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. And as always, Matthew 547. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.